I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Cat cafes. Yeah. Very, very I sick. I love it! Let's unpack it. Why do you like cat cafes? All right, because first of all, you want to eat a snack. I'm looking for a snack. I'm looking for something warm. I need something that vibrates, makes sounds, and is cute and lovely, and you can adopt it. Are you talking about eating cats now? No. I'd be worried about getting hair in my food. Same. <laughs> I'm, I'm also worried about huffing cat piss all day because those things shit in the house. True. And also... Imagine the quality that these cat owners assure when they're opening, uh, as you can call it, a cafe. Big quotes, big big air quotes there. Um, <laughs> do you think that they're really going for food first? You might actually get a better cat and food experience going to a dumpster. <laughs> I believe that. I mean, I don't know. I think that you're just as likely to get a bad shrimp scampi and some lint in your soup. Uh, if you go to an Italiano restaurant slash uh, bakery slash uh, okay, laundromat. But there's no right. cats in those places. Yeah. Yeah, but it could. They take the first step, which is don't let filthy animals in. And with that, <laughs> I, let's start I, a show. I agree. Have you right. seen the cats in the bodegas? Yeah, they're all awesome. That's my favorite the Instagram. Ones. Oh, bodega cats? That's great. Yeah. All right, yeah. we're starting. We're starting now. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I am Tom, and this is Roast Mortem. I'm a Travis. Hi. I am your Cody for this evening. And I'm Mike. There we go. And Ooh. I don't know why I pronounced this, these. As long as, as, long as your neck's not broken. That's what it's yes. all about. Still on. Still on. I have, a, I have a, a crooked one. <laughs> you have crooky neck? I have crooky neck. How is everyone's crooked week? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> was it sick? Uh, been using a squatty potty. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. How's that work? Wait, you're using a squatty potty? Yeah, it's good. It's good. So you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to squat and shit. Yes, that's that's the science of it. These toilets have made us soft. And caveman's in them toilets. (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't, Mike. They just shit on the ground and buried it with their feet. (laughs) Or, I don't know, that was my week. I've been using a squatty potty. Thunderful. And also, I've I've been reading literature about ancient aliens. Dude, me too. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Cody, what are you reading? Uh, I'm reading uh, Medusa Uploaded by Emily Davenport. It was a Christmas gift. It, it, it was one of those like last minute, like, oh, fuck, I forgot to get you a stocking stalker, and I'm done with this book. But like, so far, it, is, it has been my favorite Christmas present. Like, I'm halfway through it. It's got sci-fi. It's got dystopian. And we just started Oprah's Book Club. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. Wait. Uh, is this a fictional book? Yeah, it's fictional. Yeah, you got to read the real stuff. I've been reading. Oh, the real stuff. I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been I reading. Know, uh, I wasn't buckled in for this conversation. The real ancient aliens. Okay, Tom. Yeah, I've been on uh, "Behold a Pale Horse" by William Cooper. And, ah. Uh, yeah, he's like he makes Alex Jones seem like Elizabeth Warren. I definitely heard that before. <laughs> I remember reading "Chariots of the Gods" a long time ago. That's the OG shit by Eric von Donovan. Mm. I, I have to put that on the list. Yeah, you got to check that out. It's all about educating yourself, and it's not about politics. 
This is this is about. <laughs> oh, it's, it's never about politics. No. For one second, if you think it's about politics, you've been fucking had. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you've yeah. been had. So you've been had, Mike. What were you doing this week? Uh, I watched Pawn Stars. Nice. The past couple of nights. Another form of ancient aliens. Yeah. Learn oh. history. There you, go. you know. Uh, I got a bathrobe for Christmas. Oh wait, it's all, it's after Christmas. Well, it is. We're we are recording this yeah, shortly. Yeah, I knew Christmas. he would fall for that. <laughs> I, knew he, well, I got a bathrobe. I've been naked in We're in like mid January right now, Mike. The illusion's gone. Well, I just no! opened a present up. I forgot about. And it was a bathrobe. Oh yeah, the forgotten <laughs> present. <laughs> Very found nice. it. You found it next to the Easter eggs that yes. have been there all year. Oh yeah. So I've been living in luxury. Hell yeah. Anyone else who hasn't spoken about their ancient aliens yet? Well, I, you know, I think that on this show we kind of push ourselves into di- areas that we're uncomfortable with, right? You know, you explore different areas of history. We're skinny dipping, yeah. Or in so, Travis's case, chunky dunking. So today, <laughs> I today <laughs> I. Well, that one landed late, didn't that it? That was good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Today I. Today I chunky dunked into a Panda <laughs> Express for the first Ooh, time. That's not the right verb. You chunky dunked into a Panda Express. Yeah. That's talent. And let me tell you, I finished my meal, I walked out the door, and I instantly needed to shit. <laughs> instantly. That's well, how you know it's working. Didn't even need <laughs> a squatty, squatty potty. potty? Yeah. Oh, you no. It. It's a standy squirty. Standy squirty. A little ass juice coming out. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Yeah, touch ass. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that wraps that up. That's yeah. pretty much my whole week, Panda Express. There's so <laughs> many interesting things that happened, but we have to really boil it down to the good ones. The ones <laughs> that we, we don't want to waste the mini time. Yeah. Uh, what else are we doing, Travis? <sighs> so tonight, yes. we are roasting Jeff Bezos times no. four. Oh. Well, what? That's... You imagine like th- four Jeff Bezos heads. <laughs> Did you struggle? Like kind of sticking out of yeah, four of them just like kind of sticking out of each other, like all bald lumps. So it'd be like Cerberus, but Sir Bezos. Yeah, and he's just throwing money everywhere. He's gotta be pretty he's smart. Not, that's not what he does. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of brain, dude. Yeah, dude, his brain is the smoothest. See, you think he's smart, but <laughs> <laughs> the world is collectively just building him down. of his cash. Yeah. It's well. A- uh, uh, it, he's he's a water cooled brain type. He's an alien. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So tonight we're roasting history's first millionaire, history's really? richest man. Whoa. The Ted T- DiBiase of the 15th and 16th century. Oh. Okay. Jacob Fuger. Fuger. I know that guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna stop you right <laughs> at the top of this. Yeah. Right now, before we fuck this up, because I notice in editing these later that we never get the names of who the fuck we're talking about right. I'm guilty. Big Fugar. one was Salmanazar, which I, I believe was last week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we didn't you, say it right it's, once. It's fucking tricky. Look how many <laughs> syllables are in there. Right, and you would think, so, Fugger, that's right. He's a <laughs> he's a Jacob. Okay. He is a, yeah, Jacob! He's a, no, you said Jacob, and I want to get it out there. He's the first Jacob we've Jacob? ever done. <laughs> Jacob Fugger. Jacob Fugger? I'm calling him Jacob. You can call him whatever I'm, you want. Because I'm American. I'm, I'm calling him Jake. I'm just saying this because we got so sloppy on a previous episode with saying the right name. Salmanazar. <laughs> I'm going at the top. I, I know his name looks like Fugger, but 
I okay. actually saw after I did the research, I looked him up on uh, YouTube, and you know he has a sweet channel from the 15th century. What? No, but I found this. I found this site called or a channel called A A A Flux, and it's basically a channel for millionaires, and it's just this like stupid like stock footage of like boats and shit like the richest man in history I saw, i've jacob seen that fugger. channel before welcome to let me look it up real quick hold on yeah oh, just dude. look up jacob fugger and then a fox or a fox a flux or whatever the fuck it is a lux a lux hello welcome to a lux a channel for future millionaires like, yeah right <laughs> this is so they so sweet i am definitely subscribing to this tonight <laughs> So anyway, back to it. So Fugger. All right. So this man started a financial empire in Germany that rivaled some of the 20th century American tycoons. Uh, He's actually the the second richest man in in history is Rockefeller. Uh, So Fugger's net assets were $400 billion today. With a B. With a B. It's a lot of money. Yeah, Rockefeller's in today's translation is three fifty. So sorry, Rockefeller Center, we gotta go to Fugerland. How did Fuger do this shit? By taking advantage of slack-jawed, moronic inbreds so you that it. are the Habsburgs. Oh, well, the Habsburgs. Hey. I, th- I thought you were gonna say the working class. <laughs> which I thought con- he was going there too. Which has conveniently disappeared. No, he made some of his money off the working class, but mainly, you know, the thing about Fugger is there's a lot to like about him. Uh, and I'm skipping down a little bit. There's what, a lot what? to like about him because he takes he takes advantage of these royal dum dums, which is not great. To, what's not to like about rich people? <laughs> you know, they got their money because they did something great, like hard yeah, work. exactly. Yeah, um, Dick and Taney, he, he, super great guy. Love him. <laughs> He's never shot anyone in the face. What a nice guy. A little smooth, but nice. Yeah, so, I mean, I think if you take advantage of royals, that's great. But you can just (laughs) imagine this dude as being like the Scrooge McDuck, money-obsessed, you know, just miserable, loveless life, just a piece of shit kind of guy, you know? Travis, I just want you to know your analogy would have landed better if you just left McDuck out of that sentence entirely. Just Scrooge, just been Scrooge. More on, dude. Yeah. But I want to jump into a pile of money head first because that's what and being wealthy is all about. Breaking my spine. Yeah. Take hey, a money man, shower every day. Yeah, and all of us poor people just have to dive head first into some French onion dip. Yeah, with yeah. stale croutons. And yeah. call it happiness. <laughs> I'm okay so, with this. Fugger. Okay, so there was one other man that came closer than uh, Rockefeller to Fugger, and that was the African king. Mansa Musa, whose net worth was probably somewhere around four hundred billion as well. Sheesh. But the but wow. the problem was was that he didn't keep records that uh, well. I wouldn't. Fuger Fuger revolutionized accounting. So really? uh, yeah, we're that? gonna go into some we're gonna go into some fun territory tonight with accounting. So I must have sucked back then doing that. Is this how? Is this um? Are we the Equivalent of a podcast uh, channel such as Alux, where th- yes. if you listen to this episode, you're a future millionaire. Really? Yeah. I just. Um, so also another thing Fugger did was that he established the Austro-Hungarian Empire. He funded Magellan's voyage around the world, Ooh. and he duked it out with the Protestant fecal eater Martin Luther. 
Oh, yes. shit. I know that guy. That guy like uh, corn. <laughs> yeah, cor- processed corn. Yeah. Human processed corn. <laughs> so, Jacob Fugger was uh-huh. born in Augsburg, Germany in 1459 oh, to the nice. wealthy Fugger family. Not surprised. We're more back in time than I thought. What's that? We're more back in time than I thought. Yeah, but. we're back in the uh, the 15th century here. Yes. Sheesh. So Augsburg was this little booming town, uh, this little booming city of sin in the Renaissance Germany. It was actually founded in 14 AD by the Romans. Oh, wow. It's old. There you yeah. go. It had a thriving economy of traders from every industry. Religious relics like saint skulls were sold on the streets, exotic oh. spices from the Silk Road, and of course, it had a thriving booby industry. There was yes. lots of brothels. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, is that is that the, is that the reason you go to brothels, Travis? Just for the boobies? Yeah, that's all. Go for the talking. Over. You know, we get to know talking. people. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I mean, I talk to tits all day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't learn shit. <laughs> Uh, The Fugers, the family, was one of the biggest textile traders in the city. But they weren't some type of entitled aristocratic buttholes, like, you know, like the rest of a lot of rich people. Uh These were the rare examples of one of the families that have clawed their way way up peasantdom and into the merchant class, middle class. Good for them. Sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, what you're saying is that America existed in this little pocket of Germany for a while. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. They were living out the dream in, re- in this Renaissance uh, world, and their, their group of people were called the Burgers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you were middle class, you were a burger. Is that where yeah. the burger comes from? Yeah, what are you having for dinner tonight, mate? Hot dogs. <laughs> Fuck you, peasant. <laughs> Jacob's, <laughs> Jacob's grandfather, Hans Fugger, uh, okay. Having survived the Black Death, left his Good peasant shit. village in 1373, and he came to Augsburg with little more than the clothes on his back. He noticed that the streets were filled with beggars and the sick, and he was like, oh, this is some real medieval shit, dog. I just survived Black Death, and now there's begging people. This is what makes sense. No. How do you sur- sense. I-, I didn't know you could survive Black Death back then. I didn't think there was any... Oh, oh no, he didn't get sick. But I mean, like I meant, like survived by just okay. not like licking rats. Gotcha. Well, yeah, well as our uh, upper class, as the American upper class would just would say uh, when us peasants uh, complain about the lack of healthcare, just don't get sick, like Jacob here. Oh, this is, this is his great grandfather or his grandfather who? Okay, Hans. Hans, don't get sick like Hans. They're not wrong. But also, mm. Mm, like, like I've been yeah. working on trying to get sick because go because, because I want to go fund me. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm well liked enough where I know it will exceed its expectation. Yesterday I was sick for fucking 18 minutes, and I was just like, God damn it! Why couldn't I draw this out? Man, couldn't at least make it 18 hours. Anyway, <laughs> but I would understand if I was, like, uh, coming from a place all black deathed out, and for some reason I survived, and I showed up, and, and a place was, like, sickly and gross and poor, I'd be like, yeah. what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm you good. Got, so I'm, Hans I'm from shows over there. <laughs> you guys hear about over yeah. there? I'm from there. Why are you like this? Why are you like this, guys? 
Yeah. So Hans shows up. He's like, that. All right. Well, let's. Whoa. I came out of this peasant village <laughs> to this city, and now I want to become something. So he heads off to the city hall to register as a new citizen. Oh. Now, Germans used to record uh, all their records in Latin. So the cleric would translate the names into this book, City Registration, in, as a name translated into Latin, right? Okay. okay. Complicated. So he's sure. like, ah, oh, all right, Fugger. Hmm. How do we translate this? All right, Fucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So in, in the registry from 1374, which still exists, it says, Fucker Aventi. That's sick. Nice. Which means Fucker Arrives. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd put that on, like, the old Latin belly rocker. It's written in Latin, but it's written on a pretzel in mustard. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does f- did did fuck back then still, like, mean what it means today? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I don't know. Not, because they wouldn't have recorded his name as fucker yeah. in, <laughs> like, official documents. You're right. But it was just fun. It gave me a giggle. I was like, ah, his name is fucker. I'll show you. I'm going to make a lot of money here. And then I'll be a rich fucker. So anyway, his grandfather, Hans the fucker, joins the Weaver's Guild. He marries uh, the Guildmaster's daughter. Then when he dies, he passes on to his son, Jacob the Elder, yada, yada, yada. And there there we go. Jacob is born in 1456. Jacob. 1456. Yes, Jacob. Making it stick. Jacob. <laughs> So they, the Fuggers lived in an area of Augsburg called Jew Hill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That that hill keeps moving. A while ago, it was in Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> the Roaming Hill. Roaming Hill, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with this whole Israel-Palestine thing, is that they're putting the hill there. They're not letting the hill... They're not following the hill. They're trying to push it. It's it like must- Howl... Yeah, it's like Howl's Moving Castle, but a oh, hill very good. of Jews. Right. You can't just predict where it's going to land. That's yeah. why this rift is happening. Had the hill popped up over in Palestine, we'd, uh, we'd have a very different situation. <laughs> now, the Fuggers, keep in mind, were not Jewish. Uh, Jacob uh, lived there most of his life in Augsburg and would constantly have to, be, have to deal with the fact of him being called a Jew, especially since he gets into money and finance. Ah, yeah. Uh, well, back in the day, I mean, the reason why Jews kind of had that Condentation of uh, dealing with money and being stingy was because the whole idea of like bank loans and like giving money out was seen as a sin. Yeah, you couldn't do that if you were Catholic. Yeah, you yeah you could, but you'd y- be called be a Jew. Your, yeah, you'd be against <laughs> your dogma. Yeah, what's the word for it? Usury. Usury. Usury yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose that has nothing to do with uh, the fact that they killed their savior. No, I don't know what you're talking about. They Fair used enough. him. They used him as some signage. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> him and the him what and the thief hang and the other guy, Batteris. Jacob's dad died when uh, he was around ten years old, so his mother Barbara took over and ran the textile business into the now, ground. No, she uh, she's thriving, thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. We don't really know a lot about what she did because she was a woman. They didn't record all that shit, or else I would have mentioned some shit about it. Oh. She uh, used to churn out that uh, Goku Print Supreme uh, yeah. textile stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's German, so it's like <laughs> Das, das Supreme. 
<laughs> I made something that I like to call fabric Crocs. You put them on your feet, there's holes in them, and they can breathe when you're walking. This is my son, Jacob. He's going to kill me very soon. <laughs> so Barbara, Barbara would send Jacob and his brothers um, out for various apprenticeships and schoolings to network and grow the business. But Jacob was the youngest of all the boys. I think he was number seven, I believe. Wow. Ooh. That's a lot yeah. of babies. A lot of fucking... And I think he had two younger... I, he had a few daughters or uh, sisters in there, but he was seventh of the boys. Oh, oh. Wow. yeah. <laughs> uh, so originally, Barbara was like, "All right, we already got six of these fugers out there networking. I'm going to send Jacob to the church. He's going to become Damn a. It. He's going to be become a priest. He's been Uh-oh. talking about becoming a Hollywood executive. He's been talking about this movie idea, ET. I think I'm just going to put him in church." so uh a few of uh jacob's brothers die here and there and barbara has some second thoughts so she's like i'm gonna send him off to be a merchant so at the age of 14 jacob uh goes to the trading capital of the world venice nice sure smelly that makes sense now they had a lot of uh they were doing all textiles at that time um and that was the textile capital Clap. of the world yeah and it's yeah. also it's also easy to land a boat there and find a mistress to lay, lay your too. head under her giant tit <laughs> giant one tit just the one yeah. <laughs> one at a time it's a business guys the omniboob yeah well as well as we'll see textiles were big there also due to the fact that they were uh on the water it became a hub for like spice trading so a lot yeah. of those spices from India would come into the Mediterranean through the Black Sea or the Red Sea, and they'd get distributed. You know, the warehouses were in Venice. The Amazon fulfillment centers were yeah. in Venice. Yeah. yeah, another Bezos boy. Jeff Bezos was in Venice. Uh, <coughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know so, enough to refute that. Yeah. So this little Fugger boy, this little German sausage boy, is in this stinky <laughs> Italian bog city. And the Venetians were not so cool with the Germans being there because, like, I, love, I don't know, they didn't like. I them. love Bog City, by the way. That <laughs> sounds like a level in uh, fucking, fucking Captain Falcon's video games. Oh, F Zero. F Zero. F Zero. It sounds like an F Zero level. Yeah. Like Bog City. To be fair, you, you did say that it was a stinky, stinky place, and it certainly was because back yes. at the time everything stank. But it's the type of stink. So he goes there from Germany, and he's used to smelling sausage poopies. But now he's <laughs> smelling ricotta poopies for the first yeah. time. He's like, "Oh, Mama what is Mia. that mealy, mealy smell?" <laughs> yeah, and that and rotten fish. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Uh, so. The Venetians put all the Germans into one block of the city. So all the Germans lived basically in this massive warehouse. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. The sausage I, they, fest. They might have had ideas for Auschwitz starting here. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. like, we were all, all the ninnies were thinking about it, too. I'm just uh, the one that spoke up to y- them. Y- you see this arrangement? We could do something with this. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> Write this just down. Yet. Maybe it'll come up later. Now, we don't know much about Fugger's time in Venice, but we do know that he picked up some very important skills and that Venetian flair. Oh. So he comes back to Germany, and he's, call, he's like, yo, call me Jacobo. And he starts Ooh. wearing the, his signature gold beret. What's oh. that? 
<laughs> What's a beret again? A beret is one of those uh, those caps. Uh, that, cap. Yeah, like a oh, uh, the you painter's know, cap thing. Like a painter's cap. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's Samuel like Jackson Kangles in like the early two thousands. You know, that's the most. He's like he's looking fresh right now. Yeah. Did yeah. Didn't Wesley Snipes have one of those in New Jack City? I think so. Golden. I mean, it was a Kangles were hot, dog. Yeah, but I'm talking about a golden one. Did he? I don't think I had a gold one. No, but it sounds like it would be in that movie. <laughs> it does. I'd buy it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Jacob would, or Jacob or Jacobo, would uh, wear these golden berets for the rest of his life. That was his signature oh. look. That's he had more neat. than one, I see. Yeah. So another thing that he picked up was the adventurous, sexy, suave skill of accounting. Oh. <laughs> I, I like where this is going. Yeah. So let me, go with let me seductively carry this one. Gross income. Net income. Yeah, baby. Oh, Everyone's oh, wet. Tax deductible. Especially the men. Ooh. Ooh. Let me see your write-offs. <laughs> Save them receipts, girl. So Yakobo is walking around Augsburg with his gold beret like a hotshot. Hey. Bro- and his brothers are like, look at this idiot. He's a dummy. Yeah. I think our brother is uh, mentally handicapped. Uh, he's wearing a tinfoil hat. <laughs> so the shortly, can't talk to him. Shortly oh, yeah. after his return, the Fuggers made a huge jump in their socioeconomic status. How so? Enter the Habsburgs. Now, this is the inbred royal line of Roman of Holy Roman emperors uh, with huge, enormously hung jaws. Ah, this is Charles II. Wasn't yes. he one? I was. He about was to a Habsburg. Say. Yeah. yeah, dude. Fat jaw. Just Fat like jaw, this smooth brain. Yeah, just like this slobbering flesh block that's on his lower lip. Yeah, right. And I'm guessing that they were drawn to our our buddy Yakobo or whatever you're calling him now, <laughs> uh, because he had a shiny hat and just like <laughs> raccoons <laughs> yeah. with very minimal brain power. But lots of lots of wants and desires. <laughs> Touch his hat. He's got a he's got a cape on too. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about a little, little bit. We're gonna talk about the worst case of the Habsburg jaw. It'll come up a little later. But at this oh, point, is that the official name for that? Like, yeah, this mutation. The oh Habsburg yeah, dude. Jaw. I think it has its own Wikipedia. Oh, page. It's a real thing. Yeah. I they just had big no, jaws. Mike, like we just t- talk about nonsense no, but and fantasy like this entire this like, you know, episode. The Habsburgs fucked so many people that some, you know, just regular-ass people Ooh. have this genetic trait that it's like a fucked up jaw. <laughs> they call it Habsburg jaw. All right. Damn. That's <laughs> like a it. slice of pizza on the end of your chin. Yeah. Mike's Put something ex- in the chat for me, Tom. Sure. Yeah, let me see what you're looking at. So at this point of the story, um, the Holy Roman Emperor... Uh, was Frederick the Third, and he w- had like not so much of a gross jaw going on. You know, he was kind of normal, <laughs> slightly normal. I think he had like the face. inverse thing going on. He had like less jaw, right? Like it kind of looked like he jaw. was like, tucking it in. He had soft jaw. Soft jaw. So yeah, he was. He looked like a. He looked like a, a baseball. <laughs> like his head was a baseball, like Mister Met. <laughs> yeah. But it was fleshy, and every time he fell down the stairs, he collected a new dent. <laughs> <laughs> so Frederick III comes strolling in, parading into Augsburg, 
And Fredwick, Frederick was on his way to meet a guy named Charles the Bold. <laughs> Bold. Charles the Bold. Right. Who was the Duke of Burgundy. And covered now, in hot sauce. Yeah. Charles was this fancy pants inbred that had spent all of his money on clothes. So naturally, Whoopsies. Frederick wanted to get some new threads as to not let Charles outshine him. Of course. And what didn't yeah. you know, the Fugers were the city's biggest textile family. Oh, wow. There you go. There's your in. So Jacob's brother, Aldrich, Alt, no, Al, Ulrich, 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 not Aldrich, Ulrich was running the business at the time, and he stitched up some clothes free of charge for Frederick. Oh. Frederick was so impressed, and he harumphed his way out of the town. Right. Oh, this is great. <laughs> you should be a Foley artist. He's sewn my body into a sail. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. A, a few months later, Ulrich receives a message, and in this letter, you know, from Frederick, Frederick gave the Fugers a special coat of arms. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, so like he went on his DeviantArt, DeviantArt page and just like did up a thing real quick. Yeah. I was going to give him the sna uh, a free year of Snapchat premium. There you go. Oh, I need them feet pics. Hey, BB, thanks for the Taco Bell, <laughs> winky. <laughs> Smiley winky. So, coat of arms are not just for knights. Uh, they were basically a seal that meant that this family and its service are fit for the king. Yeah, I right. mean, like they're okay, getting so that, that premium access or the premium stamp on, was oh, it the okay. verified stamp? On verified stamp. Uh, the guy okay. they hired to use his mouth to cut the king's toenails was, he got a seal. So yeah. your family crest doesn't mean anything. Just think about it that way. It's like the a PBA card, kind of, right? I guess so. A little bit. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yeah, the king knows you. Oh, sorry, officer. I didn't mean to uh, go kill that uh, family. Uh, here <laughs> is my PBA card. That's I only had a few of beers. I am well within my legal allowance. <laughs> <laughs> legal allowance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hold on, one sec. Where I just click something. Okay, I <laughs> uh, click something. Let me get back to my slide, sliding to the left. Okay, so the Fugers, their coat of arms featured a bunch of lilies, like the flowers. Oh, adorable! So they became the Fugers of Lily. Oh, cool! Just because some guy decided that. Yeah. That's how you're known from now on. That's how it worked back then. Yeah. What a bunch of bullies. So whenever I, our buddy Jacob built like any buildings, he would put a bunch of lilies on them. All right. Like designs or actual lilies? Like just lilies. Oh, well, designs. Yeah. Carved lilies. Okay. So like yeah. the likeness of lilies. So yeah. Like, the ones that will last. The decorum. Okay. He's not going to 1 800 flowers and be like, guess what? Put lilies all over my fucking yeah. house. Too expensive. Got a new building. Check out my hat. <laughs> <laughs> so now Jacob has this coat of arms, but his brother's really running the show. So Jacob goes to Austria. Now, specifically ah. the village of Swaj. Swaj. Ew. Swaz. Yeah. It, it, fucking ew. Yeah. Swaz. What, what do they eat there, Travis? Uh, uh, I'll tell you what they eat. So, it's a five star place. Yeah. So, this was around the year 1478. Now, why do you go to this grossly named town? Well, 
because 70 years prior to Jacob's arrival, some farm girl was playing with some cow patties out in the field and tripped over a shiny piece of metal that was sticking out of the dirt. Okay. Aliens. Holy grail. That that dirt was, that shiny metal was silver. Ah, fuck. (laughs) Deposited by ancient aliens. Right, of course. There it goes. (laughs) So it's true. All right, it's true. So he goes there. He goes to this town. It's called what? Swark? Schwaz. 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 So he goes to Schwaz. Everyone's rich there. Yeah. Um, they have a, a tradition of eating raw cabbage and keeping a lot of it in their mouth and leaving it there for a year or so and spitting out the finest coleslaw you can ever oh, imagine. Oh, I love it. I'm <laughs> oh, 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 he's. Uh, we're all incubating this time of year. What's swashing? I think that's special. Now right, this, so yeah, this this the silver deposit was actually ended up being the biggest silver deposit on Earth because yeah. a girl put playing it with a cow turd found it. Yeah, that's actually I didn't make that part up. Like literally, I, it was some farm really? girl. It was some farm Why? girl like hanging out with the cows, tripped over the metal. We don't understand. Well, we like that's something we forget. Living in the future, it's 2020, is it not? We forget yeah. that. Their Nintendo Switches used to be made out of cow shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. I, I see. So yeah. she was just have, minding her own business, having a gay old time with the cow patty. Yeah. And then just like, oop, ultra precious rare metal. She's sure. playing Minecraft. <laughs> Did I say it right? Is it Minecraft or Minecraft? She's a I regular. I never remember. She's a regular old Steven. Watch out for that creeper. Whoa. <laughs> Many cubes for you, sir. Watch out for your Fortnites. <laughs> So the Fugers were like, so boomer. Yeah, the Fugers were like, Jacob, go get your fancy ass over to that area of Austria and diversify our business. We got to diversify. Do it. So Jacob had a far more lucrative idea in store, though. They're not just silver. Well, why didn't he just silver? (laughs) Okay. Wait, what? What was was the lucrative idea? Make silverware out of it. So in Schwarz. Uh, it was ruled by another oaf of a Habsburg named Archduke Sigmund. Okay. Right. Now, that, this guy. Mean, what? He, uh, <laughs> he's, he's the guy who got torn up by that, that albinus uh, tiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then continued to rule, and then was like, it was never the tiger's fault. Dude, never. I mean, well, you hit the nail on the head right there, because... He lived this like lavish lifestyle um, that you know they, a lot of the Habsburgs did do, but he lived way beyond his mean means. He was a he, was he the only he was he was the kind of guy who was only awake for like an hour and a half at a time. Yeah, because he <laughs> yeah, was so depleted of electrolytes, like fucking f- fucking everything he could. Yeah, the yeah. ladies, the men, the fucking giraffes, the bagels. It was all getting fucked. So he he was just. Go to bed now. He's a gator. I feel like a lot less things would be fucked by Sigmund if cocaine existed back then. Because he couldn't get it up. (laughs) Well, okay. I mean, this guy was probably eating saturated foods that would make it hard for your penis to exist. (laughs) Yeah, he It's tricky to pump so much blood to your huge chin. You know, it's got to be tired. (laughs) And you got, and like, imagine your, your, your head weighing more. Yeah. Like, than it should. And that weight is on the four front of your head so you kind of just always have to be like correcting your gaze to look at anything more than the ground they probably just had people walk them around 
Yeah. yeah. So the one thing. Lord Farquaad. He had a huge chin from Shrek. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was a real thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Shrek. Shrek! History! The history of Shrek! <laughs> the history I'm of Shrek! Shrek. hashtags for this episode. <laughs> this is the saddest episode ever now. <laughs> We've memed ourselves. So Shrek is involved? Yeah. So Shrek no. shows up. He's like, yo, what up? You guys ever hear Smash Mouth? Get away onions. from my onions, donkey! Down. Come work in my silver town. I'll show you where I go to bed. Where's that donkey? Get out of my swamp! Uh, so, okay, back to Sigmund. So while he wasn't fucking everything <laughs> that was moving uh, slightly in his area, if it moved <laughs> a little bit, well. he'd fuck it. He built a series of grand lodges uh, in the oh. region. One called, these were their names, uh, very creative. Sigmund's Joy, Sigmund's Peace, and Sigmund's Corner. Wow, Sigmund's Corner sounds like <laughs> what they would have in a library. <laughs> yeah. Where, where they put the bean bags. So they brothels? This is for the questionable adults, the ones with troubled pasts. We ask them oh. to sit in here, read a book or two, maybe call her, just be quiet. <laughs> yeah, well, he would spend his days stag hunting there and maybe being awake for like three hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just enough to just a stag, hunt. stag. Yeah. Uh, I promise you, sir, you can fall asleep on the horse. <laughs> Do not have sex with this horse. He is violent. Then put him down. I want to have sex with him. So the genius behind Jacob Fugger, instead of investing the Fugger family money into silver, he's like, let's loan our money to this dumb idiot Habsburg. Yeah. Because, like, Sigmund, like I said, was notorious for overspending and borrowing and using his silver mines as a way to pay back his loan. It's very Rothschild of him. Yeah. Oh. Hey, uh, I heard you're into corners. Well, maybe we could finance a few more for you. You know, you only, you only need four to make a room, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I want he a pentagon. Yeah. He loaned Sigmund 300,000 florins in 1485. So it takes him okay. a few years to schmooze because Jacob is a, a world-renowned schmoozer. So in return, he got uh, 1,000 pounds of silver. So for that price, Fugger got the silver for about eight florins a pound, which he resold to Venice for 12 florins a pound. So you think about nice. that profit. That's a good Damn. problem. Yeah. He's making bank. That's nice. So as, as Sigmund partied, Jacob was able to sap more and more wealth and influence from him. Eventually, Sigmund signed over the complete control to Fugger over the state treasury. In a desperate attempt for him to get more more loans from Jacob. So ah. are you saying Jake Jacob Fugger was the first Fed? Yeah, he was the <gasps> Fed of Austria. Oh. What? <laughs> Roast Mortem first. Oh. 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 <laughs> Aliens and the Fed and the, the metal in the ground came from the Fed ancient aliens. It all makes sense. He made a government bank that's entirely privatized on alien money. <laughs> yes. That's yep. crazy. The yes, fuck, sir. What the fuck's going on? Where's the war? <laughs> it's around you, dude. It's in the air. It's in the water and yeah. air. <laughs> Quiet wars, man. So Jacob uh, was a, like I said, he's a networking guy. He knew everyone, and every he had his hand in everyone's pocket. Reaching for that dick money. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Shoot. 
So through flattery, uh, Jacob, or through flattery, Sigmund soon considered Fugger to be one of his best friends. Now, Scrooge Scrooge Fugger didn't have any friends because he would throw anyone under the bus for a problem. Oh, he's a fake friend. Uh Friend of me. When he found the next Habsburg to rip off, he completely dumped Sigmund, leading, uh, which led to Sigmund. Uh, having a crushing military defeat in Switzerland and almost all of his lands being taken over by Fugger's next client, which we're going to get into. Nice. Slimy. Yeah, so in 1489, Fugger met a far more powerful Habsburg at the fair in Frankfurt. Like, their big fair. They're just out and about eating Zeppelis. Yeah, having a corn dog. Yeah, he bumps into a, a guy with better clothes than him. Wins him a big-ass dog plush. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I got an extra ticket to the zipper. <laughs> Come on, us with me. Got to, uh, we can go throw up these zipplies. <laughs> My name's Fugger, but you can call me Fucker. I have Ooh. no principles whatsoever. I will give you a blowjob in front of these children. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Fugger meets wow. Maximilian of Habsburg. Oh, cool name. There you yeah. go. Maximilian was the son of the Holy Roman Emperor Frederick, the guy that gave him his coat of arms. Okay. So there's no record of this interaction, but we do know that in the coming years, Jacob would make Maximilian and the Habsburgs the richest, most powerful monarchs in the world and possibly history. Nice. Wow. Yeah, so with the steady flow of silver that Fugger was still kind of receiving from Sigmund, like, he's he's just ruining this guy and be like, yeah, give me all your silver. Your, your, your silver. I'm with Maximilian now. He's going to get your lands. All right. Um, because they're on the same, they're two different Habsburgs. Yeah, right? they're like cousins or some, they're some related. They might be brothers. They're Habsburgs, they're uh, brother cousins. Brother, yeah. <laughs> Husbands. Brother cousins. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when you make friends with someone when you're younger and then you become friends with their older brother and then you don't talk to the, your first friend anymore. That happens. It's a real thing. Yeah. Dude, uh, Jacob has like a huffy and it's like new, <laughs> dude. It's got extra shocks in it. It's got like it's seven got pegs shocks. on the back of it. Fuck. Yeah, he doesn't. He also doesn't totally suck at Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't cry that much. You cry a lot. Yeah, Jake- I don't cry anymore. <laughs> Jacob expanded his metal trading into a different element, copper. So he's got Ooh. silver. That's a cool, cool metal, too. He's got copper. So Maximilian came to Fugger for a loan, and he wanted to reclaim Vienna, which at the time was controlled by Hungary. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. Fugger... Uh, who at the time was having a rich person problem of having too much money and not anywhere to invest it, was oh, like, yeah, shame. sure, I'll give you a loan right now. Okay, cool. Uh, the, the Blank check. The only thing I want in return is that I want these copper mines in Hungary once you fucking, like, mash them. Uh, I mean, it seems like a win-win for everybody. You know how they get yeah. their they get their Austria back. Get some, uh, you get some pipes, you know, some crackhead pipes. Yeah. You stole them right out of the building. Yeah. I, I, I want to hire a thousand of your finest crackheads to steal pipes out of the buildings. It happened by me. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, this bank had like a brand new, like, copper pipe, like a, what's it called? Gutters. 
Mm. And like copper the next gutters? Day, yeah, copper gutters. And the next day they were gone. Mm. Huh. Dollar a pound, man. Yeah, some fucking crackhead Good snatched stuff. that shit up. Yeah. That's what Fugger's doing. He's this guy going in the in the hunger he'd be like, what you got there? Is that a copper legs? I've just had my kneecaps replaced by copper. Please do not take them or need them to walk. So, <laughs> yeah, so these uh, copper mines in Hungary were, again, one of the biggest copper deposits in the world. That was my top In the world. Thing. In the world. Yeah, you just sounded different. So, so what do they give you if I, like, back then, like, what was the money? Like, I think you said it before. It was like, someone with an F. Uh, so he's like so international, bruh. Like he's like partying so much by in different that like he's using different currencies. Like so, there's florins, which are the currency in Vienna, or sorry, okay. in uh, Venice. And then there's mm-hmm. also guilders, which are the currency in Germany. Oh. And then they have Hansa, which is up like northern Germany and Scandinavia. And then we have pounds in England. So there's like G'day. there's no euro, bruh, man. There's no euros in. It was better that it's way. A lot of coins you got to keep <laughs> oh, track of. Yeah. So the Hungarians and the Germans also didn't get along because, you know, they're like warring and shit. So Fugger's like, all right, I need to go into business with a Hungarian partner. So he goes into business with this dude named Johannes Thurzo. Nice. Wait, why is that familiar? What does he do? Do you know this guy? It sounds so familiar. So, um, this partnership would be solidified through various Fugger Thurzo marriages. Now, Jacob uh, wasn't married at the time. He didn't have any children. So, these are his nieces and nephews. It's like, yo, brother, you got, you got like a, like a boy. I got like a hole it needs to fill. Oh, God. Jeez. (laughs) It's like trading cards. I'll yeah. pay you Nathan's. That was dark, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> were you th- were you likening your family to trading cards? I mean, back like, then, oh, it seemed doubles. like it. They're like, I got a niece. daughter for your son, you know. We can have them combine, make kids. We combine our fortunes. Combine those kids. And, and my son will take over, and your daughter will shut up forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, that works. And then you got all those uh, flugers. Yeah. In return, you shall receive... Several yards of something. I don't know. What do we have in the closet? <laughs> String. We haven't checked. Uh, we just had to fire the maid the other day. She was found with her hands really, really deep in some granola I just bought. <laughs> so I don't know what uh. we have, but we will give you something. <laughs> uh, so Fugger sets up this massive factory in Hungary named the Fugero. Okay, that's the, uh, that's his first name he's going by. Yeah, that just means the place of Fugger. Great. Uh, there he hires a whole bunch of alchemists and oh, cool. metal, me, people skilled in metallurgy. He's doing some R&D on copper and mining, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, well, so, that's metal. <laughs> Let's so, sell it. So one of them is a Swiss doctor named William von Hollenhelm. And he, in the history books, is known as Paracelsus. Uh, okay. And he would become the founder of modern medicine. Uh, okay. He basically oh, threw away the whole ancient Greek medicine that revolved, uh. revolved around biles and humors. He was like, nah, oh, dude. Oh, okay. You got to, like, fucking use medicine. Take an yeah, Advil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this dude coined the term zinc. Um, he also would later become the inspiration for Dr. Frankenstein. 
So you know that there was some weird shit going on at the Fuguro. Ooh. Yeah, I can imagine. You have alchemists. They don't do anything. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and you just, like, mixed all the shower potions up and you're like, maybe this one will make me live forever? That's what fucking alchemists did throughout history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Let me drink this shampoo real quick. Let's see how long I live. My yeah, parents I, used to rap me on the knuckles because I would do that at the dinner table, like when we went out. I was like, give me drink that shampoo. Ketchup. Give me that ketchup. Give me that that mustard. <laughs> give me that that cinnamon. I'm putting it in a drink. I remember yeah. doing that when I was very young, and I put a dish soap into lemonade and drank it, and I had a sore throat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that'll do it. This is gonna make me be the tallest kid. That's in smooth, Brandon. Tom, you're pretty fucking tall, dude. Maybe I know. It worked. There was one other kid. I just wanted to take him down. Uh, <laughs> so ver- you drank soap. Yeah, he. We were friends, but I guess I'm a little, a little fucker because I was trying to, <laughs> trying to fuck his shit up. Oh, I see. Also to note, Fugger was very rough on his miners that were mining this copper. Oh, Although that's, that's a rough fucking yeah, well, yeah, sentence rough. right there. Yeah, right. All rough on the miners. Yeah. Ooh, very Ooh. Epstein of you. Although I will say, he gave them eight-hour workdays and gave them five weeks paid vacation. It's better oh, than me. That's yeah. That's better than most. I mean, come on, corporate America. You have worse working conditions than 15th century Hungary. Miners, no <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, but was he abusing them? Like well, yeah, he was. I mean, those, those eight hours were really rough. And yeah. he would actually use Maximilian's forces to suppress um, the calls for better working conditions and would publicly execute leaders of these oh. workers. Jeez, all right. Lovely. But still, I mean, off. five weeks vacation. But I'll just never come back. Oh. I'll be like, all right, this is, get a new job. <laughs> hey, worth mm-hmm. it. I'm on vacation for five weeks. Yeah. Might as well. Yep. So eventually, Fugger's buddy Maximilian would become Holy Roman Emperor, which was good for Fugger. Um, and it was. What am I going here? Oh. It was even better that the king of France at the time, Charles VIII, was pushing his troops towards Italy to claim the crown of Holy Roman Emperor himself, because that meant Max needed more loans to fight off Charles. Right. Uh, right. So, like, Fugger's like, Max, like, I need to get more loans to get mercenaries. And Fugger's like, all right, here you go, bro. I have too much money. On top of that, Fugger had made contracts with the Vatican. Uh, so he didn't want some Frenchie coming in and fucking his shit up. Mm-hmm. But be- None of us do. Before we get into all the Vatican stuff, let's talk about Fugger's boner, the fucker. <laughs> okay, where are we going with this? That slide is out of order. I'm going to be talking about accounting here. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boners and accounting. We've we've touched this before. All right. Synonymous. Synonymous. All right, well- well, fu- well, fuck the boner. We're going to talk about accounting for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Just take that so, line again. Just take... Uh, all right, let's no, 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 no. Because <laughs> you, you get a boner by having more money, and why is Fugger so good at making money? He's got a gold hat. This is the most interesting point of the episode. Fugger changed the adventurous world of accounting and business. <gasps> right. Tell me about it. Fugger had agents and spies across Europe who would okay. compile a monthly paper called the Fugger Papers. 
Um, you know, and this would see who's marrying who, like all the goss. Oh, espionage. All this shit. And this was a full half century before the first newspaper ever appeared, which was in Venice. So it was kind of like the New York Times or Bloomberg, but just for Fugger. All right. I mean, that's not bad. Stay in the know. Yeah. And on top of that, he kept balance sheets. Now, this was something that lenders didn't do. His competition would just kind of try to remember what tabs they had open. You know, like, oh, "Oh, this guy owes me this much. That's great. Fugger uh, created something called double-entry bookkeeping, a system that is standard uh, today, and it's still used, uh, uh, you know, by, by you know, people today. <laughs> you know, Bankers. Yeah. Whoever does this shit. Yeah, whoever does that shit. <laughs> you know, it lists your credits, your, de- your, your debts, as well as costs and profits. So it's essentially the backbone of modern capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, no problem so there. Proto wow. credit score. So yeah, I mean he's using this shit in the bedroom. He's fucking getting it in, right? Now we're going back uh, to boners. We're getting all sexual right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, I, oh, I, oh, I've just seen a number. Get me my <laughs> So at this point, Fugger is thirty nine years old. Now most Renaissance men, uh, Renaissance German men, married in their early twenties. But Fugger had no time for that shit because he was all about that double entry. Right, right. I'm married to okay. my money. So interesting enough, uh, the European Renaissance was when people started marrying each other for love and not some sort of arranged marriage, right? That right, was kind of when that concept exists. It's a huge sham. <laughs> now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, only, Fug- only partner up with someone if you can if you can mutually benefit off each other. It's, it's very if, fugger of you. If you're the two of the same person and and you love each other, then it's wrong. Yeah, it's never gonna last. It doesn't. It's work. why the hap. No. It's why it's why the Habsburg jaw happened. Yeah, yeah, too similar. Well, fugger was very much like you, Tom. He's old school, and he was like, "I'm about to marry this busty 18 year old babe named mm. Sybil Arts." What? Sybil right. Arts? Sybil Arts? Uh, yeah. Sybil? So, why Sybil? And that wasn't, it didn't matter that she was 18. It was Busty. the fact that uh, she came from the most powerful landlords in Augsburg. And oh, Fugger wanted to tap that real estate. Uh-huh. Oh, free real estate. How could you not? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Nothing would turn me more on than, than real estate <laughs> and boobs yeah. in and the same boob. room. In that order. Yeah, look at this. Look at these boobs. They've they, <laughs> Look at these boobs acres. <laughs> Boobage. Boob acres. acres is the place for me. Big, bop, bop, Big titties in the land I see. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> so Fugger, despite his wealth, did not own a place of his own yet. Um, he's 39 years old, and I think he's still living at home. Because he's, he's saving that money. Right, okay. it was well, like, like well, Bill Gates in his parents' garage, which was probably about six floors. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good garage. So the two marry, Sybil and, and Jacob, and they live with Sybil's mom. <laughs> nice. That's probably you know, fun. Eventually, Fugger builds a crazy pa- palace in Augsburg, um, probably through the deal that he got through Sybil's parents with the real estate. Oh, cool. Now you think these two people are the perfect fit, right? 
you know, this 18-year-old lady. Sure. Every time I see a gold hat walk around a corner, I'm expecting a giant pair of tits to follow. So, yes. (laughs) Okay. Hmm. Uh, Well, I don't know if if part of that whole theory that you have is that, like, they didn't have any children together, and Fugger only had one legitimate offspring, a daughter named uh, Michelid Bins, and uh, that he supported his whole life on the sly. Was that is that part of it? Like where it's kind of like oh, we don't really fuck. <laughs> Wait, so he, ha- he had a daughter. He he did have an illegitimate daughter, not with but it Sib- wasn't okay, illegitimate. With, it wasn't with Sib- Sybil. Ha- ha- what's her name? Arts. Sybil. <laughs> arts. Sybil Arts. So it wasn't with Sybil Arts. No, Sybil. In fact, was busy doing something else. So Sybil quickly found a nearby lover named Conrad Rellinger. And uh, he oh, was I thought you were going to say, well, you're, Jacob, you're a metal man, but I really need me some steel, some Lexington <laughs> oh. steel. I see what you did there. Yeah, well, Conrad became her Lexington steel, and he was a friend of the Fugger family and usually frequented their home. Jacob would actually call over Conrad to have him witness signing, witness documents that he had to sign. So he'd be like, yo, Conrad, come over, like, sign this document. Then, like, Conrad would sneak off into another room, like, porn style, bang his wife. Whoa. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. He's a cuck. That's fine. Eh, Maybe. um, You know, it's the strangest thing. Every morning I wake up and take one of my many gold hats and put them on my head, and sometimes I find other men's semen on it. (laughs) (laughs) What's that about? Well, I'm too busy making money to worry myself with such trivialities such as uh, (laughs) sperms and eggs. (laughs) So I I can just imagine like he's like shagging his wife so hard that he has to like invent documents for him to sign. (laughs) Like, please affirm today is Tuesday. Sign yeah. Yeah, he's in the fucking closet, like working on his uh, his his, uh, double entry accounting slips. Yes, that's another deposit. Oh, uh, so yeah, Fugger's getting straight cucked. You're right, Mike. And straight uh, <laughs> cucked. He would just lav it. You know, uh, he would just give Sybil all these jewels. And I, in fact, some of those jewels became part of the crown jewels of England. You know, jewels oh. get recycled, and those were, <laughs> you know, jewels nice. that he gave to Sybil. And to be fair, in Fugger's eyes, jewels at the time were seen as almost like a savings account. So he's not giving it to her because, like, he loves her. A jewel didn't depreciate, and it was a way to store no. excess money. Right. You give her enough jewels, and you write it off over time, and then when you're ready, you give her a Segway. Yeah, there you go. And take her to San Francisco <laughs> and watch her fall off a cliff, and now the jewels are yours. <laughs> Recycling. <laughs> so you can imagine this relationship between Conrad, Sybil, and Jacob. Um, and in fact... Uh, within weeks of Fugger's death, Sybil married Conrad. Within weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> In 1505, Fugger entered the world of spice trading. Me uh, too. Okay. Now, you you know, you can think of just like the, uh, you know, the miserable food that they had at the time, just old rotting pork in Europe. Yeah. Europeans were obsessed with pepper and other spices that came from India because they could just, like, zest that shit up. Like, oh, it's kind of rotten, but we can't taste it anymore (laughs) because... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, pepper was a big one. Yeah, chilies. Yep. I was actually just talking with Gab's dad about that because in in Portuguese, black pepper is it's one of the longest phrases. It's pimenta do reino preto, and it's like that's just pepper. Why does it have all those syllables? Um, and it and it has to do with the amount of trading because they were very particular with their pepper, and the Portuguese were big on the spice trade, uh-huh. and uh, they were specific with their their peppers. Got to take inventory. Ah, yes. we're, we're going to get into the Portuguese with their pepper trading in just one moment. Tom. Yes, <laughs> history predicted. <laughs> Once again, I am I am not sorry. Yes. So as I mentioned before, um, Venice. Uh, became like the spice trading capital of the world because of the Black Sea and the Red Sea. Everything from India came through Venice. It was That was one of the reasons why it was so powerful. I mean, it had textiles and glass and all these things, but spice is why they were so powerful. Um, now, Fugger got into bed with the Portuguese, um, mm. who along with Spain and England were looking for a new route to avoid the port fees that Venice and Constantinople imposed on the, these spices from India. So, you know, trying to go around the world, Christopher Colombo, right? He crashed into America. You know, the time right now is uh, 1505. So Christopher Columbus uh, crashed in there in uh, 1492. So this shit was all the rage. Right. Now, Sandals. Yeah. Fugger's like, I want to go to Sandals, dude. And so he funds Magellan's trip around the globe. Um He's like, yo, dude, I'm going to throw some money down on this boy because he's got a ship, and guess what? They're going to get scurvy. Shit. <laughs> so eventually, Portugal figures out, uh, instead of trying to go around the world and crashing into America, let's just go all the way around Africa and get that spice, right? Why sure. was everyone an idiot then? Because that's just tasting. Yeah. Because the earth was flat back Just then. eat different shit. Like, how much do you want? I get it. We all want to go to Taco Bell when we're drunk. But yeah. if I told you, a drunk person, which has the equivalent intelligence of, of a person of the 1500s, uh-huh. yo, Taco Bell, it's going to take you mm-hmm. a year to get to. <laughs> and I'd be like, uh. fuck you, let's do it, bro! Right, so one out of four, I guess. That's all it takes. Let's do it, man! Hey, uh, can you bring me back one? I'll pay you double. Cheese roll? Yeah. They didn't have what you wanted. Yeah, I guess. They have Grubhub back then, man. Yeah, it was just a large wooden ship with a bunch of rapists on it. <laughs> Delivery's here. So, like I said, eventually they were like, let's just go around Africa. And so Portugal became the gateway for Europe's spices. And Fugger became the main distributor and supplier of Europe. Uh, so most people at the time saw Fugger as just a spice trader and not for his lending, banking, and metal trading. Like Everyone right. was that like, oh, he's the spice guy, Fugger. It's like when Will Smith, the rapper, starts doing movies, you don't remember he's a rapper anymore. He's the movie guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, a, like, they tried to trick us recently with his YouTube career. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just yeah. a simple YouTuber. Simple YouTuber. Oh, he's a YouTuber now? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? He's a vlogger? This is actually a year late you're finding this out. God damn it. The internet tried to tell us that a year ago. Will Smith changed his name to Casey Neistat. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. I never watched one of those guys' videos before until recently. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Holy shit. 
<laughs> I used to like his old videos. What are people watching today? I don't know. I, no I used to watch. He used to make about. like a. He's like videos of him like turning like a really shitty pair of headphones into like Beats by Dre headphones. It was like the like the coolest thing. It was like way back. Like just a long watch time Marcus ago. Brownlee. That's it. Done. That's all. No, he's, he's even he's... annoying too. Ah! And to be fair, to be fair, he's thorough. Yeah, he's very thorough. So if you want to know something about a product, absolutely. But for just watching it, what the fuck's wrong with you? Those people make Star Wars look like a good option. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just fighting words. All right. So on top of the Spice Boys, uh, yeah. Fugger is sli- <laughs> was all up on sliding into those papal DMs. Oh, is he now? And this is where we get into the indirect kerfuffle with Martin Luther. As an indirect, they kind of like, it's kind of semi-indirect. Did I touch tips? Yeah, maybe. So Jacob networked his way into the Vatican, and he became the top financier of Rome and had bankrolled seven popes. Was that damn dude? Yeah, bankrolled like he so like under his control. Like he's paying them to do their bidding, and that bidding is to make sure that he gets all the contracts. Oh wow! For for their financial stuff, he's loaning them money. And also, like you know, the Vatican's like any type of bureaucracy; it's corrupt. So, like, in order to become pope, you need like money to buy people off. Yeah. So he's the one that's like supplying those those bids and shit. Uh. Um, so he, out of those seven popes, he actually minted coins for four of them, leaving the mark of F on them for Fugger, because he got tagged that shit. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah, look at him. I want a Fugger coin. And now, have you ever wondered why the Vatican is guarded by Swiss guards with those poofy, stupid helmets? Yes. Yes. Mm. Always. So that's Fugger. He actually really? recruited personally Swiss mercenaries to protect the Pope, who was his oh, prime sick. his prime asset, right? Like, because that's the guy who's getting money oh. from, and that nice became fuger. like a tradition. Yeah. Hmm. So the right. Swiss army. And I'm also I'm gonna like put it out there. You guys ever think, wow, the Church had to get all that money to build like St. Peter's Basilica or like the Sistine Chapel? Can you say basilica again? Basilica. All donations, right? Don't do it. Like, Just keep saying it. Basilica, 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 basilica. basilica. Nice. Can you put like a drum bass behind it? Basilica, I mean, that, basilica, that word basilica. is a beat already. Basilica, basilica, basilica. I like it. Right. I mean, at least uh, four, uh, three-fourths of this podcast has been to Peter's St. Peter's Basilica. We've seen yeah, it. I've never been there. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I can't remember it. Who bankrolled that shit? Fuger. Fuger. Wow. Really? A mother Fuger did. Yeah. That's ba- nice of him. Basically, Fuger <laughs> built right? the Vatican no, as we it know wasn't, it today. It, it wasn't uh, free of interest. Oh, like. okay. So even the church was in debt to Fuger. And wow. how do you think that they paid it back? Prayers? Yeah, kind of. We learned about uh, indulgences. it. Indulgences. Yeah, we. Yeah, that's indulgences. right. Look, we we got a lot of little boys that we're done with. No, uh, not that. Oh no. no? Oh, just oh, we're, well, they're a little burnt out. They're <laughs> what would I what I would call tweens. Uh, so expired. Hey, Fugger, you interested? Expired goods. Nope, I want your money because I need to buy more gold hats for my head. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta give them something different than boys. So, indulgences. Fugger was the driving force behind the church 
getting these uh, these purg wow. get out of free purgatory cards wow, that they were wow. handing out. And it he makes so much sense. Yeah. And wow, here cool. is 2018 roast mortem explaining indulgences in our Martin Luther episode. Wow. Insert. Say if you die, you're in purgatory, right? There's, sure. there's, there's a way through indulgences mm. where when you're living, uh -huh. you can pay the church a sizable donation to get rid of a little bit of the waiting time. You can skip the line. Like... Have, have you have you been to an amusement park re recently? No, no. Well, I don't. I'm an adult. Yeah, but and there's those fuckers. You're waiting online. You're waiting online the entire time. Are you talking about fast passes? Yeah, and they have a fucking fast pass. Do you know? Fuck do you know a lot of those places? The fast passes have gotten so popular. There's a premium fast pass. I'm That's sure. what fucking indulgences are. So, all right, that, uh, we know about indulgences now, thanks to old us and that Mike. But you know, yeah. Mikey, we could just put a robot voice in saying, "I might." Yeah, I was there in spirit. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I was channeling my chakra at that time. To you guys, Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> so, Pope Leo the Tenth, who was actually a Medici, and if you don't know who the Medici's are, they were like the Italian mob bosses of the Renaissance, and I'm sure we'll yeah. get into a bunch of them. Uh, down the road, but uh, he was like <laughs> uh, later. Yeah, but he was like, we owe tens of thousands of ducats to Fugger. Now let's just scam the poor, right? Of course. So he sends out Johannes Tetzel, who was the main priest that Martin Luther focused all of his rage on indulgences on. Ah, the scapegoat. Yeah, he was like the scapegoat or the justified yeah. scapegoat. So, uh, Johannes goes out there and he's like pitching this whole pay to play idea to the people, right? You want that, that season pass? You gotta fucking, <laughs> gotta fucking pay, dude. He's the yeah. EA of prayers. Oh, wow. Jeez. Well, well Jeez put, shit. my friend. Yeah. And for those of you who don't play video games, that means that, uh, uh, Congratulations. Getting robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Microtransactions. Yeah. Yes. So interesting and interestingly enough, and I didn't know this when we did the Martin Luther episode, um, there was a team of Fugger auditors that trailed priests around that went from town to town collecting. So you can imagine this priest is there, and there's a booth where they take the money for these indulgences, and these are Fugger's men directly taking your money. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's called Just trust. to cut the middleman out. Yeah. yeah. So Luther didn't know the full details that Fugger was behind the collection, but Fugger um, eventually would become a main target of Luther's writings and preachings um, because I don't think the specifics came out, but he was just seen as someone that was like a user, right? Like he was loaning things, and that's not Christian, and blah 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 blah. Yeah. No, nope. he had a lot mm -hmm. of money. Hey, I grew up on Jew Hill. Don't blame me. It's my upbringing. <laughs> and I, I, I think we forgot to clarify: Christians are allowed to loan shit. It's just they can't charge interest because that was unkind and exp exploitive. Yes. So actually, Cody like up, that. Cody up until this point, that's what Fugger's doing. But what he's getting is stuff that he could resell at a higher value. But he's about to change that. Don't worry. 
Fugger oh. can change things. He can make the world change. Wow. Because <laughs> he's rich. So Fugger had lit the fuge. Fugger had lit <laughs> the, the fuse for the Protestant Reformation. And we don't know if Martin Luther and Fugger ever met. But, I mean, I think they did. Um, but we definitely know that their world, worlds crossed and they knew about each other. But actually, Martin Luther scratched his hemorrhoid in Fugger's palace in Augsburg. But apparently, oh, Fugger yeah. was not in town that week. Doesn't make it not count. When you say scratched his hemorrhoid, do you mean literally doing that? Because that was something he was into? Yes, that was something he was into. Yeah. Listen to our episode. He was into that. Well, you, you can hear a good episode. You can hear his exact words about his hemorrhoid. In our episode. No, I know, I understand that, but like, what did he? What he burst it open and right, like, yeah, Mott was here and he's looking <laughs> with the blood. He got uh, a little poop on his hat. Well, I mean, <laughs> golden, golden brown is a good combination. Just smear it in, you know, you really notice. <laughs> All right, so we'll get back into Luther a little later, but I don't want. Yeah, <laughs> Fugger, <laughs> he's a gross man. Fugger was now in his fifties. And Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian um, was his second biggest client, right? Like, his first one was the Vatican. And Maximilian was slowly dying of syphilis, a new disease that had been brought over by some sailor on, I don't know, Columbus's ship. Some sailor, <laughs> i.e. the U.S. government. What is syphilis? Like, what is exactly is it? Is it like when you're, you're like, dick falls off or some your shit? Your fucking cheese you- starts coming out of your tip. Yeah, but your brain, like your body rots, like your whole body. Yeah, your body rots. rots. Your hair falls out. Oh, jeez. Slowly, yeah. I mean, you can see some untreated syphilis photos from like 1920s era, and it's real yeah, gross. It's disgusting. That's, that's probably where the idea of uh, Walking Dead's came around with Norman oh, Reedus. Lovely. Yeah, it was probably like, "Watch out, got syphilis. Ain't got no more cheese dick, Rick Grant." <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Yo, I got a crossbow. I'm Norris Reedus." I don't want cheese, Dick. Speaking of Norman Reedus, this is way off topic because we don't talk video games much on here, but been playing Death Stranding. Andrew told oh, me. Yeah? I, horrible. I love it. It was one of my I favorite games. I would expect Tom to hate. Yeah, I would expect Tom to hate Death Stranding. Yeah. It's, ugh. Hurts a lot it's of It's crazy walking. taxi, but it's, it's Norman so Reedus. I know. Firstly, his facial hair is disturbing. I know. It's so bad. But that's it's his the facial worst hair. facial hair ever. Yeah, I know, but like, just sh- shave it off. Like you had, th- that's those are more polygons they had to add. <laughs> just don't put them in there. Less rendering. They probably would have saved a day on rendering. Yeah, give them a full beard. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. You know, clean shaven. It doesn't matter. That game, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm only four hours in, and everyone keeps saying, "Oh, keep playing. It gets better." Just like, there, well, there, there, there's a hard the point where it gets way better. Okay, I that, don't know what I hard heard point that, you're talking so, about because I was just fucking premium sailing the whole way, dog. I heard it's like part three starts. Well, I mean, once you're out of the main area. Well, anyway. Well, all right. No, to no, be no, fair, no. Gabby, Gabby and I were. Well, Gabby was playing the beginning, the first three hours of it, and I felt so bad for her because the first <laughs> three hours, you know, you only play like seven minutes. You only have you only have autonomy for seven minutes in the first three hours. It depends how much you fuck around, but yeah, all yeah. right. It's like, oh, what is this? Dude, I could talk about Norman Reedus on a whole Norman Reedus podcast, but Tom, He's we have to yet. move on. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. The, the the next Roast Mortem podcast, we just talk about Norman Reedus. Like a whole yeah, show. We're gonna do a bu- like, I'm not even Actually, talking about we- it. 
we have to uh, talk about bonus material for Patreons because it's hard for us to do the. Uh, Can we just have a read us uh, off? Yeah, well, maybe what we'll do something mean? like that. We'll talk about uh, read us. <laughs> okay. for... All right. So, all right. So Maximilian, right? He's dying of syphilis, and he wants his son, seventeen-year-old Charles Habsburg, King of Spain, to become the royal, the Holy Roman Emperor. Wow, that's a big ask. And now Charles, this isn't Charles II, by the way, but oh, oh boy, did Charles have a fucking chin. You could hike <laughs> up that chin. Oh, can I land a plane yeah, on it? Yeah, look up Charles Habsburg, King of Spain, and you'll find a fucking picture of him, and it's gross. Doing it. <laughs> oh, there's all I got before. Also, what you guys are looking at is an artist's rendition. That means that, like, they try to beautify it a little bit. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a Snapchat filter on it. He looks like a uh, like a fucking squashed yeah. anus or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's designed for other people to sit on his face, or someone had been <laughs> sitting on his only face. his mode of transport, not sexuality. Yeah. It's like he's trying yeah. to like smuggle something past TSA, but that's his actual facial bone structure. <laughs> so this title of Holy Roman Emperor wasn't simply just passing it down <laughs> the lineage, like a lot of you know monarchies. A ruler had to buy the hearts of the Vatican to claim it. There was a vote in the Vatican, right? Yeah. And when I say buy, buy, you need to like bribe these archdioceses and all these people. Right, it's a moving price. Yeah, depending on how much they like you. So, unfortunately yeah. for Charles, king, the new king of France, King Francis, uh, wanted oh. that shit too. And now that again, that was great news for Fugger because now he could play both of these monarchs off of each other in a bidding war. Now, remember, Fugger had no allegiances to the Habsburgs; he just wanted money. And he uh -huh. had all of it, so he was just trying to get more, even more all of it. Even more all of yeah. it. Yeah, I like <laughs> even more all of that's, it. That's that's a good gangster like rap song. You know what I mean? Instead of like make them G's, it's like get even more all of it. <laughs> Still had to keep track of too. Yeah, well he's doing that double entry. He knows everything he's got. So yeah, Fugger is playing Matrix. Francis off of Charles, and Charles off of Francis, and then Leo Pope Leo is like, dude, I don't like either one of them. So he brings in Henry the Eighth. Another fucking psycho. Uh, um, uh, and that gives Fugger even more leverage in this bidding war. Oh, all right. Because he's got wow. all the money. So Charles ends up winning and becomes elected Holy Roman Emperor, but at a very big cost. Now, this 19-year-old ends up spending 852,000 florins in bribes loans in bribes oh, and loans wow. to win his election. What would you estimate that be in... 2020 USD. I was going to say Jeffrey Dollars. In 2020 USD. USD, that's probably about a $50 billion. Holy shit. Yeah. Was it worth to it be... to be an emperor? Holy Roman <laughs> emperor, I would do it. Holy... Dude, there's no position that I'd be willing to pay like $40 for. Yeah. Really? I'd be on vacation, actually. No, I'd take that back. So... Oh, that's not true. I'll be, you know, I'm paying for So his loans to Fugger were uh, 544 florins. And this was the biggest <laughs> loan the world had ever seen. Wow. And really? all, all the people just kind of starving and grinding chickpeas to share amongst their family. They're like, <sighs> really impressive stuff. Well, 
guys. Tom, <laughs> Tom, the history predictor. Uh, Charles being the king of Spain, a country that was dominating the new world at the time. Most of these loans were paid back through taxes on Charles' people. So the Spanish monarchy taxed the people so heavily that because mm. of Fugger's loan, it actually started a civil war in the 16th century. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which is basically the Fed. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's what's happening there. Same shit. Mm-hmm. So this guy is so rich, he's fucking up the world, yeah. literally. Now, every every loan that Fugger made was risky because he was loaning to monarchs and the church. These were people with absolute power. And at any second, they could just say, no, nah, I don't want to pay you back. Like, I make the rules. They could also be sieged. Yeah. And get their heads cut off, and then you're out of a lot of money. That's true. Now, Fugger, at the start of his career, he couldn't charge interest on loans, as you said, Cody. Like, as a Christian, you, you'd be charged with usury if you charged interest. Yeah. No, no. But after the church was in the hole with Fugger, and try, there was oh. like a time where they were in the hole with Fugger, and they tried mm. to label him as a user, right? Mm-hmm. As this like sinner, and something that Martin Luther was calling him for years. Fugger, what did he do? He just bought the cardinals and priests out and had them lift the band on interest rates. Oh, wow. he changed nice. religion with his money. Yeah, so you can thank Fugger for the whole idea of loans with interest. So if you have a credit card or oh a student loan that you're God. paying interest on, this fucker made it moral to do that. Now, wow. now, hold on a second wow. here. I don't wow. like the phrasing about this. All he did, all he did no. was make Jewish people acceptable. <laughs> He wasn't Jewish. All right. I know he wasn't, but that was the one thing that they didn't like about the Jews, aside from you know killing the savior. (laughs) And then, uh, and then he's like, "Well, maybe they're not so bad. Maybe I'm gonna (laughs) get a piece of that pie. Maybe we're gonna wear our own. uh, Maybe, maybe I'll sell them some gold yarmulkes." (laughs) I I think maybe he was just. I mean, he had that illegitimate daughter. Maybe it was like. Guess what? Those Jewish lady likes that extra five millimeters of skin I got out for my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Ellie, it's so regular looking. Oh, God, it's normal. (laughs) (laughs) So Charles, Charles, this uh, Habsburg, right, that's now the Holy Roman Emperor, he tried to renege on his loans at one point. Really? Yeah. Because he had been on, behind on payments. And Fugger had the balls to send him a letter like, Look, punk, I put you where you were, where you are, your father where he was, and you're going to fucking pay me back. Your Imperial Majesty's most humble servant, Jacob Fugger. Nice. Wow. Oh, wow. And Charles he paid. He no shit. And he did pay. Yep. Because if he didn't, he probably would have sent Ronda Rousey to his house to act for him. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so Fugger is by far the most richest man of his time and one of the richest in history. And wow, as wow, you know, wow. any rich person loves philanthropy. Oh, fine. I feel, yeah, what do you do? I feel like most of these jackasses really don't give a shit about giving back to the poor. As a no, form of never. charity, it's more of just ego stroking. Like, look how much I got. Yeah. I can jerk that much onto you. 
<laughs> I like I like that. That's a good thought. I mean, yes and no. I mean, like obviously, like I think a lot of people have made their money, uh, have have done some greasy things, but to get tremendous amounts of money. Also, this guy being an example, he has he has done some greasy stuff, and also he comes from money. Who's to say that Bill Gates isn't really just trying to help everyone? No, I... And that he's not just trying to poison the dirt. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're saying, Tom. I think there's some people that are like, it is coming from a good place. But I feel like there's a lot of these rich people that are just like, look how much I donated. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, earn that the- shit. I donated it because guess what? I donated to poor people need more rugs without cockroaches in them. <laughs> Hashtag right, okay. org. But the richest people on earth today do not give any of their money away. Well, yeah. I.e. Saudi princes. <laughs> those guys are scumbags. Fugger was very much one of those people, like you said, he came from privilege. And he wanted to, quote, give back to the people, right? So in Augsburg, he built a place called the Fuggery. We had the Fuggero and everything the named Fugger. Yeah. Fuggery, Fugger this. Yeah. Fuggery, Fuggerette. Where my Fuggers at? You can, I'm on my Fuggers. You can tell how much he likes the smell of his own farts. He's a Dunning Fugger effect. So this oh, was a uh, 106 unit project in Augsburg. Uh, each unit was 450 square feet, two bedrooms, kitchen, and a living room. Fugger also built a chapel in this project called Fugger Chapel. Um, and there were a few community buildings spread out here and there. Now, the tenants paid one guilder a year, which was that, that was the German currency, a guilder. Oh. So they paid okay. one guilder a year, which wasn't a lot. Like you could you could go there, you could pay. Fugger believed that there were two types of poor. There was worthy and <sighs> unworthy. Oh. Yeah. He hated beggars. He nice. was like, get a job, you idiot. Okay, so if you could afford it. this measly fee of one guilder a year, you could stay at the Fugery. What? Sounds like a deal to me. It's a project. Yeah. It's the hood. It looks really quaint now, but, like, it's a project. It used to be rough. Back then it was covered in shit. Yeah. And the goddamn candy man lived there, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, all the buildings look so similar. Back in the time when, like, you could build your own house and make it look nice and cool and your own... Everything looked so similar that they had to, like, paint numbers on the houses for once. Because, like, really? back then you'd be like, oh, it's in the red building, like, down the road from this guy's house. Yeah. This one was, like, one of the first buildings that had, like, numbers that you had to write. You'd label yeah. it. Wow. One of the first prisons. <laughs> with a condo. Private, with private sales. <laughs> so You get a balcony, but you can't barbecue on yeah. it. Yeah. Can I see anything ah. outside? Well, the Fugery actually had... <laughs> You're imagining, can you put a barbecue there? It actually had some special laws and caveats to living there. Yeah. Homeowners Association? So, first of all, it outlawed door-to-door panhandling and also the the poor sleeping on the church streets. Steps. That's fine. Uh, They're not. They're disgusting anyway. I I get it. Get the fuck out of here. So, the entire community was (laughs) gated and the Fuggery, or sorry, and Fugger set up a curfew. So at night, the That's gates bullshit. would be locked, and any residents entering would have to pay a penny to enter. This was to prevent drunks and prostitutes. Damn it. I oh. mean, they should have been paying the prostitutes to come in. Yeah. I'll comp you the penny, bitch. Well, or, or yeah, make Jump them the pay fence. two pennies. <laughs> also, a prostitute, 
they're getting paid a lot more to blow a few dudes than just a penny. Yeah, right. Like that's that. Oh, oh, oh it costs a penny to get in. That's to keep drunks and prostitutes <laughs> out. All right, cool. Mm. Blowjob, three pennies. <laughs> three pennies. <laughs> A three-penny blowjob. So, I'm coming over here. Uh, what house number are you again? We started using those recently. <laughs> so the biggest and strangest rule was that the tenants had to pay had to pray three times a day to Fugger, his nephews, and his late mother. Holy fuck! So three times a day you were pay- you were praying to the Fuggers. and you see back then people thought as prayers as almost like points towards heaven. So the Fuggers and his family had a prayer heaven, just, or a, a, sorry, a prayer factory, just racking up points. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. So as smart wow. as this guy was, he was an idiot, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is going to get me a heaven. Super good. Everyone in here, get inside your, your prison. I mean, your new house. <laughs> and, pr- and pray every day for me. Three times look, a day. You got to look towards Mecca. <laughs> And my mecca is <laughs> is my gold hat, and underneath it is a little baby gold hat I put on the end of my dick, <laughs> and that keeps the syphilis off my body. I use them gold condoms. You ever Whoa. see them magnums? <laughs> I use them shits, but gold. Uh, Tom, Tom I, I can't express to the viewers <laughs> you saying that while trying to pour orange juice into your beer. <laughs> Uh, that just sold it. Classy man. <laughs> That's gold juice. Yeah, making my own gold. This is my gold cap. <laughs> so my gold nut cap. You know it's grail. So the fugary has survived until current day, and oh, no way. Uh, is still paid for by the male line of the fugers, which still exists. Is that cheap still? Uh. They still exist. Actually, one of the not- only notable people to come out of the fuggery was Mozart's great-grandfather. We, we roasted him. Oh. Today, although posh- partially destroyed during World War II by the bombings, um, <laughs> there is currently 150 residents that pay the same one guilder per year that they did in the hey. 16th century. Which is equivalent to eighty-eight euros a year. Eight, sorry, eighty-eight cent euros a year. All right, rent control. Oh my god. Yeah. Can deal. I just get in on that? Right. Can I just Probably pay not. a lifetime worth of rent? Right. <laughs> in, in, in pocket change today, I'll pay triple. How does that sound? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I'm so bad like hearing that. Is- People right? live like that. Yeah, dude. What the fuck do they do? Yeah, what do they do? Quarantine, I want to be like it. in the lowest price. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I want a gate that tells prostitutes they can't come in. That's no, what I want. come in for a penny. I want to pray to a man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'll pray do any of man. that. I'll pray 30 times a day. I'll make sure he's in heaven for the rest of eternity. I will. That's my job. <laughs> I, I will open up a bank account with enough money in it to get 88 cents a year <laughs> so I can do that. <laughs> Play for Fuger 350 years later. I can't get a fucking mortgage today. Dude, I'm all on rocket mortgage. 88 euro cents. Fuck. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, right? Imagine if you paid 88 broken. cents a year for a fucking mortgage. I don't mor- want to. For a really mor- nice. or rent. 
here's the reason it's I crazy. don't want to do that because I know that will never be on my plate as an we option need more in my life. Are they still shitholes though? No, they're quaint as fuck. This is like places that people would like I mean there were like shitholes back then. But nowadays it's like, oh my god, check out this Instagram house I have. It's like old, wow. but guess what? There's like a sheepskin rug on the floor. Oh, hey. oh, and, and you know one of these cocksuckers who are paying 88 fucking euro cents a year, their airbnb it out. <gasps> to a, to for a, not for 88 sure. cents a year. Yeah. <gasps> They're paying a decade's worth of rent in the first four <laughs> seconds that someone walks in that place and asks where the bathroom is. <laughs> That's crazy. So It's probably already paid okay. off. So, uh, Fugger cared about the poor, but... Uh, not really so much later on in his life. Um, ah. Because in 1525, um, out of the Protestant Reformation came the German Peasants' Revolt. And so oh. people were being, people, and I say people like peasants, were sick of being lied to and taken advantage of by the church. And also there had been huge wealth inequalities exemplified by Jacob Fugger and the Habsburgs. That people were like, why the fuck they got all the money? I want some money too. <laughs> Give me Trend. some money. Only if you get drunk. <laughs> I just like the sentence. Why the fuck they got all the money? Yeah. Why they have all of it? So Fugger blamed Martin Luther for stirring up the poor. And he was kind of right because, um, you know, Luther had been like, guess what? Everything you know is wrong. The church is wrong. Like, it's everything you know. The church is everything you know. Right. And that's wrong. Right. Um, but, hmm. uh, you know, a lot of this presence revolt came from the fact that there were these rich merchants or burgers, some fucking spicy burgers. burgers and that was a huge part of contention right i'm mad already so one yeah. of the leaders i'm like i'm like a mortal technique right now i'm just fuming <laughs> give me 88 cent of your rent <laughs> so one of the leaders of this revolt like one of the main leaders was the self-proclaimed mystic and proto-communist thomas munzer oh. now interesting nearly 300 years before marx had wrote the communist manifest communist the communist <laughs> oh my god the communist <laughs> ma manifesto oh you still communist manifesto Muntz was preaching communal property and the abolition of all private ownership uh-huh beautiful okay so i mean maybe we can double back on this guy because he's also a weird whack job thomas munzer strange so, but um luther the shit starter had t had preached power to the masses was now afraid of Thomas Munzer. So afraid that he sided with Fugger and the church, the whole uh, the Roman Catholic Church. Oh, interesting. Luther wrote wow. about the peasants and this is quotes from Martin Luther. Crush them, strangle them, skewer them in secret places oh. and in straight and in straight sight of men. Even as one would strike a mad dog, strike them all, and God will know his own. Martin yeah. Luther wrote Martin that? Martin Luther wrote wow. that. Wow. Was the ink brown? <laughs> brown and red. It kind of... Ink. It went oh. between the two because he had all those hemorrhoids. Yeah. Okay, well... Uh, <laughs> Pungent. Can't have this guy. 
Can I just guy talk around here? <laughs> if you see something, say something. And if that something is poor, shoot it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? That's pretty fucking brutal, though. That's coming that's from really Martin Ruth Luther. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy who tried to make church not so, uh, you know, elitist. So ritzy, to be yeah. Uh, fair. Yeah, Martin Luther was like the Bernie <laughs> Sanders of church. Wow, good, good analogy. <laughs> and now he's like, fuck them people. They should pay seven times their college debt. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you got me convinced. <laughs> so, the much self-proclaimed pacifist Martin Luther uh, that he claimed to be was like, hey, I need to align myself with the Fugger in the church, the people I hate, right? Yes. And Fugger, he listened intently to Martin Luther and gleefully hired mm. George von Trussis. Okay. He was a bloodthirsty, out-of-work knight that was world-renowned towards his brutality towards peasants. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Just hated poor people. And he had a big sword. <laughs> well, like, all right. like we, Like, I know we make some comparisons to, like, I think we did it in one of the other episodes about comparisons from, like, the West to the East, like, with J Japan. Uh -huh. At the time right now, there were all these knights and, you know, gunpowders just coming into the works and uh -oh. everything. So these knights just had no work to do because, like, oh, now people have guns. Funny. And they literally just roamed, like, Europe killing peasants and saying, like, oh, well, that's is what we do. We have the right to do <laughs> Jeez. it. We can do it. Also, we've been second amendmented out of a job. Sucks. <laughs> so, during the coming battles to protect Fugger and his assets, Trussis um, committed atrocity after atrocity. So, he killed one usurper, usurper by tying him, tying him and his... Sorry, I'm going to restart this. <laughs> He killed, he killed one usurper by tying him and his commanders to a tree with a chain and then setting it on fire. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> so burning at the stake, but it's a tree instead. Yeah. It's going to take a while. It rained the other day, and this tree is plenty healthy. Probably looks <laughs> it's got cool. a lot of sap. So we're going to be out here for a while. Anyone go to do yeah. a flame? <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to prove a point. <laughs> Death by sap. So at... Ingolstadt, which is near uh, Augsburg, he bribed two peasant commanders to blindly lead their troops out into the field and then cut uh, the men down by the thousands, giving no oh, quarter. Wow. So this is crazy. I just, just as a quick question, Travis. Now, we're talking about a money yeah. man here. This whole, this whole thing, like uh, our guy Jacob, he is a money man. Are you trying yeah, to say yeah. there's money in war? Yeah. What's well, there, there's money in war, and there's also like, hey, these little upstarts, I don't want them fucking my shit. Right. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, he's, Fugger's paying this guy loads of money to do it, and I don't necessarily think that he's part of, like, the industrial military complex that we have today. Well, he is the complex because yeah because he's, <laughs> he's supplying the metals he's the, the reason these people are revolting to begin with is because these yeah. uh these dipshits in power are using money they they borrowed from him and then making really really poor people pay for it mm -hmm. 
I am the complex. You're right, and also his medals are used in the weaponry as well. Yeah. Right. Because I'm hmm. sure he had iron mines and shit like that, too. Yeah, so he did the so, whole thing. Had he yeah, just been so like, I'm of- just going to stick to making clothes and gold hats, that's it. It would have been <laughs> fine. Hmm. He would have made no. a lot of money. Bam, boom. Yeah, and literally people at the time just knew him as a spice guy. Wow. Right. He's you know, like it. there's a soup Nazi and then there's a spice guy. Hi, uh, I'm my name is McCormick. I sell pepper. Uh-oh. And I definitely don't fund <laughs> Secret Wars. <laughs> nope, not me. <laughs> so one of Trussus's friends, a fellow mercenary that Fugger um, had employed, was taken prisoner in Austria. Uh, and this was after he had gone on a... Peasant killing spree, chopping off women's breasts and cutting babies fuck? out of the oh, room. Oh, leave the breasts God. alone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, why would you cut the titties off? I mean, off? I get the baby's a favor, but, like, <laughs> leave the breasts out of it. Yeah. yeah. Those are great. They need to be on a person for them to shake so well. Yeah. Lee, always leave breasts on people who have breasts. That's a, a, a I, roast I, mortem... I, yeah. Uh, m- moral clause. Yeah, bumper sticker, Tom. I think. Yeah, always leave breasts yeah. on people who have breasts. Yeah, yeah. So Trussus <laughs> liberated this monster from the city in Austria, and then set the city on fire. And when the people tried to escape, and this was women and children, Trussus mm-hmm. and his men tossed them back into the flames. <laughs> Oops! Like, bah, get back! This in one's there. not done Jeez. yet. So ask me the question. Mm, how did this boy die? So while Germany, Austria, and Hungary were burning, <laughs> and Trussus is doing his fantastic job of protecting Fugger's assets, the only thing that Fugger couldn't control was his health. Ah. So by the age of 66, he was starting to get lumpy. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. How lumpy? So he started to get all these growths over his body. Ew, just like ew. random lumps. That's all that backed up uh, semen, dude. That's why you need to yeah. have some love in your life. Get yeah. the poison unless, out. Unless you know how to fuck money, you got <laughs> you got to make a friend. Be like, yes. Sybil, like, let me get in on that Conrad action. I bet you he never <laughs> even had Sybil. I bet you they just hmm. went to bed. I don't really know what to do with your breasts. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going, okay, I'm Tom. going to take a nap now. Do I I'm, cut that off? was their wedding night. I'm going to the little spoon. I'm going to I'm going to stop you there, Tom, because we actually do know that he fucked Sybil. Oh, damn. Oh. Because back in the day when they had weddings, oh. literally your entire family would follow you back up to your bedroom. Oh yeah. Okay. And be like, "Get her done." Gypsy what? style. Fuck Gypsy that style. Bitch. Yeah. Django. Yeah. So they and I in the book I read um The Richest Man in the World I don't know the author's name. Uh, I don't have it. Oh, it's right here. Who's the author? <laughs> Come on, give credence. All right, all right. O.J. Simpson. So the richest, the richest man who ever lived by Greg Steinmetz. Okay. Of course go. he's Jewish. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in his book, he talks about the fact that, that they, they fucked. And they the whole fuck. family watched. They fucked once. Greg was like, yeah. make sure you knock before you're entering. I'm writing a book. <laughs> I'm writing a book about rich men and uh, sexual deviancies. You can come in now. The door's unlocked. May I have some lemonade, Rebecca? <laughs> 
So, all right, yeah, by the age of 66, he's lumpy as fuck. He had started to grow all these growths all over his body, but he refused surgery. Now, this was probably smart. Yeah, this was smart because barbers used to perform surgeries back then. Oh, those guys. And Jacob's own brother, Aldrich, who we talked about, had died from an infection after surgery. Oh, God. From a barber. From a barber. Mm. (laughs) Didn't use enough barbicide. So Fugger was now on his deathbed um, throughout December of 1525. um, And he squared away his will, um, but remained remained to work until he became unconscious two days before his death. I I love the round, lumpy guy squared away his will. Perfect. (laughs) Because he had no legitimate sons, or and he just had one illegitimate daughter, uh-huh. Fug- the Fugger business was passed down to his nephew uh, that Makes he sense. had groomed into the world of finance. Okay. So at four th- at four o'clock a.m. on December thirtieth, fifteen twenty-five, Fugger died. Wow. Oh. And now his death was unknown, but some. Historians speculate that it had been a prostate infection oh, no. that had killed him. Holden. Scratching his butthole. Martin Luther was like, guess what? I love to scratch my butthole. Well, you, yeah, <laughs> you should try it out. You said they got tight at one point. They, yeah. They, they kind of came buddy-buddy. And, and, and I can see, like, I'm so busy with my double, what was it called again? The, the fucking accounting? The double book entry. Yeah, the double book. I'm so busy with my double book entries, and I have a hemorrhoid that's just furiously yelling at me. Martin, could you give me a scratch? <laughs> Martin's, like, currently scratching his own. And then once you get in there, you, you know, poo-to-poo is yeah, <laughs> the way to be. <laughs> no, that's no good. That's no Always good. That's no good. Yeah, keep your poop separate. <laughs> And now we're all talking oh. about, like this day and age, we're all talking about um, fecal implants now. Oh, yeah, What's I've that? actually heard about that. Uh, a friend of mine has yeah. uh, Crohn's disease, and he was telling me about that. He's just like, I might have to have someone else shit into my asshole. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah because apparently yeah. it's a bacterial issue. Oh, it cleans it? So if you get someone with solid, well, like really good poops, like someone was just like, yeah, yeah. I only go, I go twice a day. And they're they're both fucking healthy. Yeah, they're both sausages of, of pure uh, excrement. Uh, yeah. So your butt is kind of like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, we're talking get about on yeah, the right track. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about like the wealth inequality and like gender pay and all that shit. Women get a lot more money for their eggs. Men get fucking dick all for their for sperm. You get like twelve bucks. Oh, really? But guess what? If you have healthy poop, you make both of you make more than both of them. Because like yeah. they take donations and they'll pay for healthy poop. Had a hard shit yep. before, Mike. Yeah. How healthy do you think your poop is? Not healthy for that, I don't think. All right. Well, we shouldn't talk about this anymore because as as much as the occasional disgusting uh, scat talk gets on the show, <laughs> we should yeah. really keep it to a, a, a minimum. It's like the goose <laughs> that lays the brown how egg. How did you get for some shit? Yeah. Well, that's all I got about fucker <laughs> or fugger or yeah. We're not talking about fugger. Jacob Fugger. We got it at the beginning and at the end. Thank you, Travis. Thank you. Wow, he fucked up our world pretty good. Dude, he he even spent his money. This guy guy made like... And I talked about the Austro-Hungarian Empire that he started. I kind of glanced over that. But that was a whole bunch of marriages between the Habsburgs and these Austrians. And that's what started World War I. Was the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Uh, You know... 
Franz, Franz Ferdinand was a Habsburg. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of people dying in the mud for this fuger. Wow, interesting. A lot of people currently in debt because of this fuger. Yeah. yeah also, for that you shit. have a student loan. You hate that shit. Thanks, fuger. You know, instead of like okay, boomer, it's like okay, fuger. Okay, fuger. Okay, fuger. Wow. There you go. Yeah, let's hashtag that one. <laughs> That's a good one. It'll be a good uh, episode title. Okay, fuger. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> Look. Uh, so yeah, wow. guys. That's it. There you go. Let's be honest. If he hadn't done it, someone else would have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's very hu- everything he did is very human nature. I hate it though, especially on the ways of capitalism. And you know, it's interesting because we're talking about like I mentioned this guy Thomas Muntz and also Fugger. Fugger was like like hyper capitalist, and Muntz was communist before communism even existed. Use so the this debate, communism. yeah, this debate was going on long before when we think it started. Yeah, you know, people who really subscribe to both one side or another so adamantly, you know that uh, yeah, you know, capitalism will drown the weak, and we're gonna have the best society, or the other ones who are like eh, everyone's very special. Uh, <laughs> these people uh, who can't see a balance in it or whatever, or can't. There needs to be a balance. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the fuck are we even talking for? You know, obviously this shit yeah. is old. The people who invented it and brought it to the forefront, they can't be that special. You know, like no, this is normal shit. This is the we things we're thinking about. A new, we we need to make a new one called Spider-Mantology. Spider-Mantology? Yeah, five year Where it's plan. like, yo, dog, you got money? Guess what? Webs. Makes sense. You win, basically, right, Mike? That makes sense to you, me. You win. Web yourself in the face, Spider-Mantology 2020. I'm voting for you. I think I... Uh, Thanks, Doc. Okay, what I think should be done here is that uh, a, a curing money through debt interest should be entirely legal, but every dollar that goes out of a corporation, a person needs to represent that dollar. So... <laughs> Just one per dollar. One person. Uh, no, for for every transaction rather. So if a bank, okay. if a bank gives money, they have to ha- give one of their representatives. Like, they're the one responsible for getting it back. No one else can do it. Okay. So make them work for it. You know, make them knock on yeah. the door every day. Like, hey, uh, so I need to get that money back, please. <laughs> I need that. I need that tip money. These people, the, yeah, these people don't understand what it's like to work anymore because they realize that the money does it all for them. So you could fix that by making a rule in which, every, like I said, every transaction, someone's responsible for it. And that's the only person allowed to be responsible for it. So when I borrow money to go to school, I'm borrowing it from Henry. And Henry has to come knock on my door to get the money. And that's the In person? Yes. Or, yeah. or he can write wow. letters, but he's the only one. He's not allowed to r- work through Bank of America or Sally May or anything else. It's got to be him. It's fucking Henry. And then, so every time I curse Henry out every fucking day, yeah, and then <laughs> maybe he'll give up. And then they'll rethink about how, they'll rethink yeah. about how much money they're giving out irresponsibly to idiots who have no idea what the fuck money is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with that. I love the Henry model. I'm just going to make one of my this, favorite uh, models. I think I just fixed the world by Henry accident, guys. Bar- bear trap. Yeah. Uh, Guess what, Tom? Uh, this is Roast Mormon Economics. Brought to you by Tom. One. I'm sorry I keep teaching these things. I, I feel smarter. <laughs> you got to charge for classes. <laughs> to be fair, I believe everything I say 
but I'm also kind of smooth sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, my friend. Dude, join join the luge. Me and Mike, yeah, join bro, the luge, on, bro. bro. Yeah, no bumps in the road, dog. Cody, you're gonna be the <laughs> no bumps in the road. Cody, you're gonna be the last fucking rigid brain person yeah, here on. very soon. I'm thinking about going dolphin brain though. You got two stacks. <laughs> Dude, dolphin brain. Yeah. That is it. That's me. <laughs> I'm Echo the dolphin. I'm the Dreamcast. Were you guys going to show me the dolphin brain? I have no idea oh, what you're talking man. about, bro. Your dolphin's brain is like a, like three human brains in one. Why are they so dumb then? They're fucking mad smart. They're not smart. Dude, they can do smart. a bad They box. surf all day. That's all they do. Is surf. Oh, uh, you're so South Shore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just eat fish all day and do nothing. All right, dude, that's a great life, Mike. <laughs> okay. I agree. As a, as smooth <laughs> as the smoothness of the show. You want shrimp though? <sighs> yeah. All right. Shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> all right. With that, we're gonna wrap this up. Jacob yeah. Fuger. Thank you, Travis, for doing the research on that. That was a lot yes. of fun. We got that. That's the episode. Uh, one way that we're trying to make money is by you directly. Now, we advise that you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash roastboredomcast. Yes. It's a fiduciary advice. Right. So depending on how much Working money your best interest. Depending on how much money you make, you know, maybe if you can afford a, a mere $50 a month. Maybe some of you are a little more <laughs> uh, lucrative occupations. You can go probably about five, dollars $6,000 a month. That's fine. If you're yeah. a Saudi, if you're a Saudi prince, maybe like a couple billion. Ooh, yeah, and Saudi prince is backing us. Yeah. After no, this no, 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 no. We can take. No, I'll take Saudi I will take money. Saudi I don't money. Care. Yeah, fuck yeah. Wow. I don't agree <laughs> I don't with care. it, but I still need money. I got to pay rent, man. My rent's <laughs> eight, eighty-eight cents a year. <laughs> if you like the show, go for it. If you don't like the show, I don't know how you fucking made it this far. You should really respect your time more. <laughs> man, what's wrong with you? And uh, that's it. Uh, oh, yeah, you can find Mike. Mike's Mike had Smooth Brain. Yeah, the one. Yeah, Smooth Brain. Yeah, he's got a new art project, Smooth yeah, Brain my, with uh, one. What uh, social are we talking about right now? Uh, Instagram. Insta. Yeah. Instagram. Give us a plug, man. Because on, on the Twitter, you're Smooth Brain 420. Oh, right? yeah, you got to add the dankness to it. Yeah. Yeah. And how you get so smooth. <laughs> yeah. And um, apparently we're dealing with some bullshit with our merch store, so tune in. We'll give you an update. But right for right now, yes. well, yeah, we guess don't. What? Well, we just future. need to get that thong out. Yeah. we got some people that want thongs. Yes, yeah, we got a request for a thong. I'd wear one. I don't know how to fulfill that. I would wear it. Yeah, it's nice. Breathe. Well, we'd have to make gender-specific thongs because of anatomy differences. Mm, Cody, uh, gender-neutral thongs. No, that doesn't exist. Well. I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm all confused. Men wear two sets of thongs and then separate them and slide the junk out. the package holder. Yeah. For men. It's true. All right. Dude, that's how your balls get smooth. You know how balls have wrinkles in them? <laughs> that's how you get smooth. Smooth balls. Right. So our merch shit is a mess right now. So, uh, <laughs> voila. Or something. Goodbye. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.